Welcome to this week's episode of the NACF Podcast. This week we have co-pastor Sharonda Manor-Foster. On today's episode, we talk about order. Do you find yourself out of order? Do you find things disorganized, not in the proper sequence? The Bible says God orders the steps of a good man. So listen up, order up. But there is a divine order that God has prescribed for us. And so far we've been good, we've been all right, but we've only been all right because the bell has not rang. Order up. And we are going to move right on in into our time of giving, our time of tithing, our time of offering, because this is a part of our worship. We are yet obedient in this season. We yet are worshipers in our tithing. That 10% that we give back to God, oh, that is our worship. And so if you have not prepared your giving, please do so. You can do that by going to nuantioch-aliante.org, push the donate button and follow the prompts. A second way that you can do this is by texting 77977 to New Antioch. All one word, follow the prompts all the way through. And we're going to give you every means to be obedient, every means to give back into this. And so if you have to do it through mail, our address is 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100. Our zip code is 89084. We want to be careful to thank all of those who have remained obedient, who have remained generous. And so I'm going to ask the praise team to go back up. It's just so amazing. But I wonder if there's just one representative in each area that will say, I'll represent my area. This is an area. And this is an area. This is an area. That's an area. And then the pastors have an area. Praise team has an area. The band has an area. I'm, I'm gonna get up the band to buy because they, they use in both hands to, to play. But I don't, I don't, I just see people that's looking like y'all not sure if he's so amazing. And what I felt in my spirit as I was sitting over there, that if he don't do nothing else, if he don't do nothing else, he's an amazing God who's done amazing things. Who's done amazing things for me. For the people I know, he's just amazing. And so if he never does another thing, I won't sit while somebody else says he's amazing. Because if I hear them saying he's amazing, then something in my spirit says he sure is. (laughs) He sure is. But y'all looking like y'all don't have an agreement. I'm coming in agreement with the praise team on this afternoon of how amazing. If you have a, wait a minute, if you have a loved one that God brought out of something, brought out of sickness, brought out of mental breakdown, brought out of poverty, brought out of jail, has kept in jail, then you ought to have, he's so amazing. If he 
kept you out of poverty and kept you out of jail and brought you out of mental breakdown that you ought to have. He's an amazing God. If he's kept you in any way, in any way, then you ought to have and he's an amazing God. And so let me ask one more time. Y'all, because we don't come to just play and go through motions. We really don't. We do do this Sunday over Sunday. But every time we come into the place, we're looking for an encounter with God. We're looking to let him know, God, I'm in the building and I say thank you. God, I made it again to be with these people who are believing what I believe and I say thank you. And so every time I come, I don't want it to just be, well, I made it to church and now let's go home and eat. But I want him to know, God, I'm here. I made it. And I made it to say thank you. I made it to get filled up on whatever words you give, whatever pastor that's speaking. God, I made it to be caught up in worship and praise with the praise team leaders and the musicians. God, I made it. And so we're going to go back up. But do I have somebody in this area that's in agreement with God is amazing? Thank you. Okay, okay. This side got it. They got it. Well, what about this? Who will say, oh, he's amazing. Praise team, I'm in agreement. Pastor Sharon, I'm in agreement. I can recall, I can recount, I can bring to mind just how amazing he is. What about over here? I see a few hands over here that'll say that he's amazing. Thank you for those that'll stand. What about over here? I was going to say, don't leave Minister Chantel by herself. I see y'all. Pastors, do y'all got to hear so amazing? We just going to come into agreement while the praise team goes back up. What about you, praise team? Are you just singing?
In any other place where they ask you to rise because we're going to salute this and honor that, you stand up. But then we get in here and we act like it's not our demeanor. It's not me. I, I don't do that. I don't clap in public. I don't stand up in public. I don't raise my hands in public. I don't acknowledge in public. I don't know. I got to follow you around to see if that's true all the time. But our God is worthy. More worthy than the president of the United States that you would stand up for. More worthy than the judge in the courtroom that you would stand up for. He is more worthy. He's amazing. And so I applaud my God. I'll stand in his presence. I'll bow to my knees in his presence. I'll put my face on the floor in his presence. I'll stretch out on this floor. I don't care who's looking because he's just been that amazing. I'm not a forward person either. But I've come to a place in God to know that he's worthy. And so I take off Sharonda and all of whatever she got going on. And I just reverence God. Amen. Amen. Let's, let's go into the word while you're standing. See, some of y'all ain't even standing up. Let's go to the word while we're already standing in the presence of God. Let's do that. And we're going to go right here first to Psalm 37 and 23. It'll be coming up for us on the screen. And y'all, let's read together. We just have a few short uh, verses to lay a foundation for the word on this afternoon. And so let's read that together. Psalm 37, 23, and it says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. 1 Corinthians 14 and 40 reads, let all things be done decently and in order. 1 Corinthians 14, 33 says, For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the congregations of the Lord's people. You may have your seats, and as you sit down, tell somebody, order up. Order up. At one time or another, I am sure that we have heard depicted on TV by a chef or in some place that you have been that you have heard somebody hit the bell, order up, and now if something is ready that someone has ordered, order up, it's letting you know that something is ready to be presented to the person who ordered it up, order up. That's where we're going to talk about on today. The bell and the yell is to let the server know that something is ready. It's hard to see anymore the bell and the shelf. Because most restaurants are not made that way anymore. You can't see what's going on in the kitchen. You can't see how they are uh, yelling. My husband used to work uh, as a chef uh, for years, for a long time. Y'all don't bother him about cooking. He don't do it no more. Uh, but he used to work as a chef for a long time. And he said that they would be yelling out the window that somebody's order is ready. If the server wasn't there, they'd be hollering in the window, order up, pick it up. They needed you to come and get that. And so on this afternoon, we're going to talk about order up. Is your order ready? An order meaning something that is requested or uh, that you've asked for is now being served. It is now ready to be distributed and presented to you. 
Y'all know how we do when we ordering something up. Y'all know how y'all do when y'all go to the restaurant. And for some of y'all, let me just say it's torture to go to the restaurant with you because we have the menu, yes? We've been looking at the menu for a while, yes? We've been to this restaurant before, yes? But still when it's time to order. You are looking over and over. The, the waiter done been back to the table several times. The server's been back. Uh, are you ready? No, we're not ready yet. And if it's me, every time the server comes, I'm looking at the other person like, no, they're not ready yet. I'm ready, but they are not ready yet. But we take our time to order, and, and we get, you know, some of this. I'll, I'll have a, a, a soup. I'll have a, um, a give me the burger. Uh, how, how, is the burgers good here? Uh, give me the burger. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take, okay, what kind of salad dressing do y'all have? Uh, do it come on the salad or on the side? Uh, can you get it without onions? We're ordering up, and we're taking our time to go through the menu. And then we got the nerve to say, now, while the waiter's standing at the table waiting on you to order, then you got to say, what is that they got? What, did they, what are they eating? What did they get? And if it's me, I will do that. I'll lean over. Hey, what is that y'all having? Is it good? Just taking up time and, and taking my time to, to order. And isn't that how we do, God? Sometimes we come to God as if he has a menu. And we are going to order off of the menu. And so we sit there with the menu open, and you are, um, let me see what I want. Um, let me see. I think I want, uh, God, I want, I want the house and um, the house with the Gen X suite. I want that house. And I want it to be in a new neighborhood. Um. Yeah, um, okay, I, okay, I think that's, I think that's what I want. I want some, uh, let me see, I want a healthy body. Um, I want everything to be tight, like, like everything. Do, can you make everything tight? Okay, I want everything tight. Um, hey, somebody's in agreement because they ordered that up too. I, I, want, I want everything to be tight. And God, I want some, uh, some kids. Give me some kids that act right. God, I like my kids, but I, I want some that, that act right. And so, God, give me some kids that, uh, that act right, and um, uh, I want financial stability. No, wait, 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 wait. Okay, come back. Wait, not financial stability. Um, I want to be in, in financial overflow. Yeah, bring that. Bring, bring that. Fin okay, no, 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 no. Wait, wait a minute. Not financial overflow. I just want a lot, a lot, a lot of money, and I don't have to worry about nothing. Okay, bring that. That's what I want. That's what I want. And we take our time ordering off of the menu. And then we have the nerve to look over at somebody else's stuff while we're looking at the menu and say, you know, God, what do they have? I want that. They got a husband that, what, he clean up, he cook, and he work. I want, 
I want what she having. He got a wife that don't complain, that don't mind him going out, that don't mind. Okay, I want what he's having. We look over the menu and we act like God is going to provide something up for us. Entitled, ordering. Um, I think that's, that's what I want. We're just looking looking over the menu, and we're ordering things from God. And I, and I want us to, to keep that in mind because those are the things that we ordered up, that we're requesting from God. Those are the things that we have gone over the menu and asked God, will you, will you give me these things? That's your order. That's your request. That's what you're asking. But I want us on this afternoon to look at another type of order. Somebody say order up. I want us to look at the things that you have put in order. How have you ordered your life? How have you ordered your business? How have you ordered your finances? Like, what order have you placed them in? That's, that's the order. The definition that I'm looking for is the one that implies a neat and logical organization of items. The, the organization of tasks or people. It's the sequence. It's the arrangement and the structure of things. The way that you have them put in order in your life. That's, that's what I want to know, uh, order up. How have you ordered things up in your life? Order up. And so... If God is the chef, and he's ringing the bell, saying that your order is up, I want you to ask yourself, what is getting ready to be served up to you by the way that you have things ordered, structured, aligned, in line, organized? What is getting ready to be served up? If he rung the bell, Order up on your finances. Pick it up. What is being served up? Is it, are you being served being broke? Are you being served no stability? Are you being served in debt? Are you being served arguing and bickering? What is being served up? If we served up right now, right now, how you have ordered up your finances. Or would you be receiving some peace? Would you be receiving stability? Would you re be receiving uh, a movement? Would it be that you and your partner and everything is in a line because you have ordered them up well? Order up. What if he, order up, your physical health is ready, pick it up. If he served it up to you right now, by the way that you have things in order, what is it that you're going to be receiving? Is it sickness? Is it disease? Is it sadness? Is it a broke down body? Is it aches and pains? By the way that you have it ordered. Because you have it in the right order, in the right structure. This is the way I order my, my physical health. This is the way that I order my physical fitness. This is the order that I have it in. What is going to be? Pick it up. Pick up your physical health. What is going to be served up on your plate? Are you sick? Are you healthy? Do you have strength? Do you have endurance? Do you have long life? What's being served up? 
if he hit the bell and said, order up, your marriage is ready. I'm serving it up the way you have it ordered up. The way you have your order, your marriage in line and in order. What is it that is going to be presented to you right now? God brought it to you right now. This is the way you ordered your marriage. This is the places that you have it put in. What is it that's going to be served up? What is he going to place in front of you? Do you have your spouse in the right place? Do you have everything in your life before your spouse? Do you have your kids in the place where your spouse should be? Do you have your job in the place where your spouse should be? Do you have money in the place where your spouse should be? Do you have you in the place where your spouse should be? You in first place. But if God served it up, pick up the marriage in the order that you have prepared it. What is it that you're going to pick up? Are you going to pick up distance and disappointment, indifference and divorce? Or are you going to pick up companionship, communication, longevity, love and respect? What are you going to pick up if it was served up right now the way that you have it ordered up? What about the things that God gave you to do? If God said, order up, I'm getting ready to serve you back what you've given me in the things that I've given you to do. What is it that God is going to serve up to you? The gift, the talent, the mission, the assignment, the people that God gave to you, how have you ordered that up in your life? Are you giving it to the world first? And then too tired to serve God. Are you putting God off to do every other thing other than the thing that he told you to do because he's a merciful God. And because you feel that you'll have time to do it later and you'll get to it when you get to it. Are you being served up purpose, perfected timing, people growth or self growth? Or are you being served up disobedience, disillusion, disruption? disheartening, and death. Order up. If you were to receive that which God has given you to do in the order that you have put it, in the assignment, in the structure, in the way, where are the things that God gave you to do? In the order of your life, in the order of your day, in the order that you think, in the order that you operate, in the order that you prioritize. Order up. It's time for you to pick up that which you have ordered up. The order in your life. Now, did I say that the lack of those things would be death? The lack of proper ordering would be death? Yes, and it may not and it could mean physical death, but that's not what I'm talking about. Because if you don't get that physical health and that mental health in right alignment, it could mean physical death. But I'm talking about death. The truth is the lack of order intentionally or unintentionally in any area is death. That's what's going to be served up. That's your death of perfected timing. 
It don't mean that it won't happen. It could happen. It could still happen. It might happen and all of that. But it's the death of perfected timing. God has a perfected time. Now, he is a God of grace, and he is a God of mercy, and he will give you another opportunity. And it might come back around again, but your disorder is the death of perfected timing. It won't happen in that time that God prescribed. It's also the death of opportunities. Because you are out of order, because you was not prepared, because you did not have the right structure. And let me say this, and I should have started with this. This message is for me. And so uh, y'all get to get in on it. Y'all get to hear it. Uh, but we're going to have to lean on each other for support on this afternoon. Let's just lean on one another. <laughs> because this is real. But I want us, and I do believe, Pastor Darren, that that was the warfare that we experienced trying to come in on this afternoon. Because this is real on today. And all of us need to get the message that he has sent to us. And it is about divine order. And the death of things for us being out of order, for our lack of order, intentionally or unintentionally. Because sometimes it was not intentional that I was out of order, but you were. And sometimes it is intentional that we are just not in order. It also is death of peace. When your life is out of order, the way you operate, the way you do things, when it is out of order, it is the death of peace. You have no peace when you are out of order. You're always thinking. You're always moving around. You don't know what to do next. You can't find stuff. It is just the death of peace. Your mind is always riddled. You're always halfway guilty, halfway running, halfway looking for stuff. You're always behind. You have no peace when you are out of order and it is also the death of energy being out of order takes energy it takes energy to go through that pile of clothes that you have in your room I'm the only one got a pile of clothes in the room y'all can leave me hanging if y'all want to okay I got some folks I got some folks that got a pile of clothes in the room, and I know that dress is in here somewhere. And then you just get tired of looking for it. And now you're behind, and now you're, I have to look at my husband and laugh because he gets so frustrated with me. <laughs> Thank you, husband, I love you. <laughs> but it produces the death of energy. The death of passion and drive. If it's out of order and now you can't uh, get what you need on time. I don't know how many entrepreneurs that we have in the place. But there are things that you, you need when you have a job and that I need to be able to put my hand on it. I need to be able to get to it quick. But when you can't find what you need and now you have to settle for something that you didn't want to use or, or settle for this or, or settle for a person because you didn't contact the other person in time. So now i got to settle for this person. It just reduces your energy, your drive, and your passion. I don't want to do it anymore. Because it didn't come out the way you wanted it to because you were not in order. You didn't have things in order. You didn't have your time in order. 
You didn't have your plan in order when you were supposed to, to contact someone. Disorder is tiring, and it means the death of many things. Today's topic is simple, and I already told you what it is. We need order. Now, some of you have order, but the theme of this month is pick up the pace. We're supposed to get moving. We're supposed to move faster. There's some things that we're supposed to, come on, let's get along with it. But you cannot pick up the pace if you don't have order. Because things are in such a disarray that you cannot get moving. And so this afternoon, we're going to spend some time just talking about order. Holy Spirit, we ask you to fall fresh on us. We ask you to enlighten us. We ask for revelation. We ask for you to show us us in the message. Show us where we are in this. Uh, let this word take great seed, oh God. Let it, let it root in us and bear fruit in us. That after today, we won't be the same. That we won't be the same. My God, if everything that we have ordered, put in order, or lack of order, What's given to us right now served up. Well, this is the way you treat your marriage. This is the way I'm going to give you your marriage. Last place, discarded, uninterested. If it was served up right now, the way you treat yourself, the way you treat other people, if it was served up right now, God said, well, this is the way you want to treat friendships. Then this is the way I'm going to give it back to you right now. If he hit the bell and said, order up to you, and now I'm going to serve up to you the way you have ordered your life, all of us will be pleading, wait, 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 give us another moment. Give me another chance. Let me get things together. Wait, wait, let me straighten this up. Let me pick this up. Let me call them. Let me get it right. Let me have another conversation. Let me have another talk with them. God, don't serve it up the way I have it ordered now. Don't serve up my purpose the way I have it ordered now. Because for some of you, if God served up your purpose the way you have it ordered now, you wouldn't have one. Because you have discarded it. You have left it to something else. You have left yourself to something else. But we've come to talk about order. And I believe on this afternoon that God has given us another opportunity. The longer things stay out of order, the worse it gets. Order cannot, disorder cannot bring order. And it doesn't get any better. It just gets worse and worse. And the pile keeps growing and growing. Your issue gets greater and greater because I am out of order. The disappointment gets greater. God, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do because I am not in order. It just gets worse. This order is a trash compactor. It consumes time. It consumes purpose. My God, when I thought about the time that this order has consumed, that's enough to stop you right there. Because my being out of order have consumed so much time. Because we keep going over things that are supposed to be done already. We have to go back over things that should have been finished in our lives. If we could just get them, yes. If we could just get them in the right order. For some of you, and I'm for some of you who are dealing with addictive behavior, whatever it is, and I know that we always seem to talk about addictive behavior. 
but it is one of the most crippling things that you can have as a human being. And if you are addicted to whatever you're addicted to, Las Vegas, it might be gambling. It might be, um, it might be drugs. It might be alcohol. It might be women. It might be men. It might be pornography. It might be people. It might be attention. Whatever you're addicted to. Food. It consumes your time. And because you have to keep going back around it. Because I won't prioritize me getting sober, me getting healthy. Now I have to keep taking more time to get it right and doing it all over again. Because I don't have it in its proper place. Because it's at the bottom of the totem pole and not on the pole at all. Now I have to keep dealing with it. Now I have to keep going to the doctor. Now I have to keep getting counseling. Now I have to keep borrowing money. Now I have to keep explaining why I'm high again, why I miss work again, why I'm lacking again. I have to keep it. It just consumes so much time. Because we won't put things in their proper order. My God. And then there's order and procrastination. Order and procrastination are a match that the devil made. That's my opinion. Order and procrastination is a match that the devil made. Because at first, order and procrastination are friends. Because for those who are rigid with order, a little procrastination is nice every now and then. It's nice to have time. It's, it's nice to put something off for a little bit later. It's nice to have a rest. But you cannot stay there in procrastination because if you put order with procrastination, you're going to get disorder. Procrastination order at one time is just a friend's with benefits. This friend has some benefits in being able to uh, procrastinate. You get a little something from, from your friend uh, every now and then. But after they stay together for too long, they start producing things like mess. They start producing things like confusion. They start producing things like distraction and clutter and, and embarrassment once they've been together for a while. That is procrastination and order. Everybody else, you know, we kind of put them together, but they wrong for each other. You ever have a couple, you know, they just loving each other together. Everybody else is on the outside looking like they are wrong for each other. Procrastination and order is wrong for each other. And so on this afternoon, we're going to talk about three types of order. The first type of order that we need to get into is divine order, God's order, the way he set it up. The God that we serve is a God of order. Now, where we get this being all over the place, being a random and lazy and having things out of order is not from God. It's from the flesh and it's from the enemy. And we need to perfect those things in us. And so we need a divine order. We need to take after God and the way that he did things. My God, in the name of Jesus, I, I feel the presence of the Holy Ghost and I feel a pushback in my spirit. I feel a pushback in my spirit. But I am declaring on this afternoon that we're going to get this. Oh, yeah, we're going to get this. Intercessors, push with me. Because if we could be a people that would get in order, then we 
would be a better, more stronger people, that we would be a more accomplished people. And so we're going to get this on this afternoon. Divine order is God's order. It's the way that he designed things to be. All throughout creation, we see his order. We see how he created in the beginning. He spoke things seven days in a row, six days in a row, and then rested in order. Now, he's the God of the universe. Don't you know that he could have just said everything all at one time, one time? He didn't have to walk it out like he did. He didn't have to set it in order like he did. He didn't have to tell us when the moon was coming, when the stars was coming, when he divided the earth. He didn't have to tell us that. It could have been done in one thing and we would have never knew. No, he was showing us that he is a God of order. He is, he's ordered everything that he would have us to do. And then it says, and I love that it says this, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. He's telling you right there that the good man's steps are ordered by God. But if you're in disarray and you're out of order, those steps that you're making, those plans that you're doing, they are not by God. He delights in the one who has order. My God. And I need God to delight in me. He does not delight in your confusion and in your disorder and the things that you don't have in line, that your priorities are all out of shape. We need a divine order. We need to walk the way that God has given us to walk. We can see his order. He gives us an order when he tells us, do not worry, right? Order, don't worry, order. But in every situation, order, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request. Order. There is a divine order in which we are to do things. And we're making up stuff as we go along. There's an order. He says, live by the spirit and not by the flesh. Divine order. If you go through the book of Ephesians, he gives you how to order, even the Old Testament, how to order your marriage. How to order your parenting. How you should live. It tells you even how you should live, the things that you should do to have the, your life, the things that you ought to put away. He tells you when your life is ordered. But we get out here thinking, I can do whatever I want to do. And I can do it when I want to do it. You are out of order. Y'all remember that movie, Al Pacino? I think it was Justice for All. Y'all probably don't even know what movie it's from. But he always, you out of order, you out of order, and this whole trial is out of order. We all need to get that, understand that. Everybody come into order and not just whatever order the world says, whatever order you say. Come into a divine order. How we serve, who we serve, how we live this spirit-led life is all ordered. Your steps are ordered. It's all spelled out in his word, even how we receive Jesus into our lives. We keep trying to go with what the world is saying, that there is more than one way to get to God. No, he has already prescribed what the order is. There's one order. You have to come through Jesus. You have to accept Jesus. You have to cry out for forgiveness and ask Jesus into your heart. There is an order to all that he does. We are made in his image and in his likeness. And so we have to follow a divine order. Why? So that he can delight in the way that you go. 
so that he can be pleased with what you do. Some of us do not understand why things are not going well. Why things are not going right. It's because you're out of order. You are out of order. And I'm going to mess with a few folks. Because they're, and it's not easy. Let me just say that. It's not easy, right? But when you are in relationship, God has a divine order for your sex life. If you have a girlfriend or boyfriend and you guys are having uh, sex, you're out of order. You out of order. You out of order. This whole child is out of order. If you're doing that, and then you wonder why things won't get well. I know it's hard, y'all. I've been there. I know it's hard. But you wonder why things just won't get right. Because the way that you've ordered it up, the way that you placed it, this is the order. And then you have your girlfriend or your boyfriend up here. God's order is down here. The things that he asked of you, the things that he requested of you, and you put them off because you got a new boo. But when you didn't have your new boo, God's stuff was up here. God, yes. Yes to your will and yes to your way. But then when boo came, started pushing up. My God, this is the thing. Some of us have to learn a new order. Because we don't know how to date. We don't know how to be in relationship with that order that y'all talking about. Pastor Ron, I don't know how to keep a man without being out of order. I don't know how to, how to keep a woman without being out of order. I don't know how to keep myself without being out of order. But there is a divine order that God has prescribed for us. And so far, we've been good. We've been all right. But we've only been all right because the bell has not rang. Order up. On the order of your relationships. Because we don't want God to give us what we have ordered. That we put that person in God's place. That we put that person above what God told us to do. That we put that thing, that job, uh, that, that joint, that, that drink. Uh, that bet that we put it before God draw out of order and how can God delight in your ways if you're out of order the other the second um, order that we're going to look at is devoted order and devoted is to set apart or concentrate on a particular pursuit and so um, in 1 Corinthians 14, 40, it says, let all things be done decently and in order. That's the way that things ought to be done. Devoted order is what you devote yourself. My devoted order may not look like your devoted order. You might not need to devote the same things. Now, all of us should have a devotion to prayer, a devotion to the word, a devotion to praise and worship, a devotion to God. We all should have that. But otherwise, my devotion, my time that I set aside, my concentrated devotion time that I am going to be sure that I have in order might look different from yours. Because you may not have to devote so much time to physical health. Oh, that's easy. I don't have an issue with that. And maybe that's not your specific devoted time. 
But your devotion needs to be another thing that you have in a specific order. What are you devoted to? What order have you devoted to? Is it the things of God? Is it your job? Is it your marriage? Is it your kids? Is it the things that God told you to do? You have a divine order and then you have a devoted order. These are the things that I have to devote my life to. Whatever that might be for you. Some of you have been called and God has called you and he has pulled you, but you have not come into any devoted order. You'll get to that when you get to that. You'll get to serving. I'll get to the people. I'll get to that when I get to that. But for some of us, there needs to be a devoted order. That pile of clothes that's in the room, some of y'all need to devote some concentration and some time to that. Other people don't have that issue. They hang their clothes up as soon as they take them off. The clothes go right into the laundry basket where they're supposed to be. The shoes go right in the closet where they're supposed to be. They don't have to devote themselves to that. But for those of you who said, yes, I got that pile of clothes in the room, there's your devotion. You need a devoted order in your life. What are you going to devote yourself to? And I just want you to think for a moment, is there anything that I've devoted my order to? What do I have that I have devoted, concentrated on, that this thing I'm going to get right? And I have it in the proper order. Or is it haphazard? And just honestly, this, this, is, this is me. Help us, Lord. Uh, we leaning on each other on this afternoon. That sometimes I feel like, I don't even feel like a juggler. It's not that I have many balls thrown up in the air. Sometimes I just feel like all the balls are thrown up at one time. And whatever I catch, that's the one I'm working on today. No order. We cannot operate like that. Living like that means the death of things. Because where I should have been, operating, order, take this ball, take care of it, take that one, and then take care of it, take this one, and then put it where it's supposed to be. I call this one. But the one that needed attention was this one. But because I had no order, they were all just thrown up in the air. Now it means the death of something. And so I need us to grasp this. That there needs to be some devoted order in your life. And I keep harping on this because this is one for uh, that's big for us. But it's big around the house. And it is your help. It is your help. You need devoted order for your help. What order does it come in? What order is your a daily or weekly exercise? Just, just, you just say it. This is my devoted order for my physical health. This is what I exercise. For some of you, you don't need that. Like, that's not, that's not an issue for me because I do have my regular times and my regular classes or I get up every morning and I do this or I do that. But some others of us, you don't even know when. It's when you wake up one morning and you just feel like, I'm going to go for a walk today. That, that's, that's, your, that's your order. Well, you're out of order. 
if that's how you're treating your physical body. You need a devoted order. When do you eat anything that's good for you? Intentional salad that's not drenched in dressing and chicken. Uh-huh. See, that's the way y'all eat salad. This, this is y'all salad. <laughs> a little bit of green on the bottom. A whole bunch of chicken. A whole bunch of dressing. And a whole bunch of bread. <laughs> what is your, when have you intentionally said, I'm going to have a real salad. Your devoted order, I'm going to put something good in my body. I'm going to put some vegetables in. That's not uh, full of meat and full of oil and uh, full of cheese. And <laughs> Renard's like, what are you talking about? Keith is like, we don't know what you mean. What is your devoted time where you say, I am going to put something good in my body. And I'm not going to smother it. I'm not going to douse out it. But I, you need a devoted, devoted time to take care of your physical body. And that's not an option. For some of you, you really don't have to devote to that because you stay pretty good on eating your greens. You, you're pretty good on getting your vegetables. You're pretty good on getting something good, something raw uh, in, in, in your diet. But others of you, you can't even think of the last time that you intentionally passed by the triple burger joint and opted for a piece of baked chicken and some vegetables. You need to, you need a devoted, devoted order the things that you need to devote and what about your mental health what is the devoted order you know what over here at New Antioch we have no excuse to be in poor mental health whether it's genetic whether you have struggled for a long time, whatever it might be, we have no excuse to be in poor mental health over here at New Antioch. We have a counseling center. We have a pastor who is a doctor. We talk about mental health all the time. We have seminars. We did a whole week, I think it is in May, on mental health. We talk about mental health all the time. She has given us preventive measures and ways. When have you devoted the things that she gave us? What order are they in in your life? Stop saying you stressed out. Because then where's your devoted order to mental health? And don't say, well, you know what? I've never really had a problem with mental health. Everybody needs to devote an order to your mental health of rest, of exercise, of coming down, coming down off of the worry, of introspect, of looking at yourself. Everybody needs to do that. It's a devoted order. And really, we could just go through all, you know, just on and on and on. But you know that you need to devote some things to the order in your life. Devote some time to stop smoking stop drinking and stop gambling. Devote some time. What order is it in in your life? What, where do you have that at? 
every now and then, you, you know what, I'm going to put this down. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop tripping. I don't want to do this anymore. Every now and then you do that. And so maybe for that weekend or for that day or a couple of days, you stop. But because you have no devoted order, the next time you get an urge, the next time it comes up, you just do it again. You just do it again. Y'all, we need a devoted order to devote some time. You get it in your mind what it is. Because you know where you are out of order at. Whether it's cleaning spaces, whether it's sobriety, whether it's being timely, Lord help us. Whether it's mental health, whether it's people and relationships, whether it's living holy. Living the way God described for you to live. What time have you devoted to that? What is the order that you said, you know what? This is something that I want. And so I need to devote order to me living this holy lifestyle that I say I want. And so what is your order? I do get up and pray every morning. What's, what's your order? Um, I listen to worship. What is your order? I'm on a, a Bible study and Sunday school. I'm pouring in. Well, I, I come to church on Sunday and not just to sit like a bump on the log, but it's a part of my holy living order. It's the order that I have prescribed. What is it? When do you take time to assess, to stop and look at, am I living this holy lifestyle or am I out of order? Or is my order, um, I feel like going to church today. Really haven't been in oh, a month and a half, but I'm going today. That's no order. Reading whenever you're just bored. Ain't nothing on TV tonight, so I might as well, I'll read a little bit. That's no order. Prayer when you're desperate. Prayer when something has happened. Prayer because you have to. You're not devoted to order. God delights in the way of those who have order. So you need divine order. You need devoted order. And then you need daily order. And this is how we do it. This is how we accomplish what God has set out for us in the way of order. My God, in the way of order, this is how we do it daily. It's every day, it's continual to put things in order. It's that prayer that, uh, that Jesus gave us to pray. He said, give us today our daily bread. God, give me today how to put things in order. Give me today how to walk in order. Give me today how to structure my life. For some of you, your life is out of everything is out of order. Everything is out of order. And you just catch it, whichever ball that falls, and you take care of that. And then another one comes down, and you take care of that. But otherwise, you got everything out of order, out of space, out of sync. You're in the wrong places. But it's a daily order. Again, David says, order my steps in thy word. Step by step. He didn't say order my life. He said order my steps. And so every step that I take, God, would you order it? Every decision that I make, would you order it? God, would you put me in the right alignment with you? Y'all, we have to do it moment by moment. We can't let procrastination take us over. It's a daily ordering. It's daily putting things 
in, in, in step. God, let me just walk with you. Let me just walk another day because I want to walk in order. I want to be that good man that my steps are ordered by you. I want to be, I want to be that person. Well, how do you know if I'm in order? How do you know if I'm not in order? You have to stop. Just stop. Just stop. Take a moment. And I know some of y'all say, but I don't have time to stop. You don't have time to stop because you're out of order. Just stop. Take a morning and stop. Take an afternoon and just stop. And ask God, am I? Am I in your divine order? Am I operating the way that you would have? Ask your husband. Am I in order? Ask your, your wife, am I, am I in order? Stop, just stop. Stop knowing everything. Stop thinking you right. Stop saying, but they did this and but they did that. Just stop. And ask the question, am I out of order? Ask God. Ask the people that love you most, that love you best. Give your spouse room to be honest with you. Give them room. Somebody say you're a little bit out of order. I can think of some things. I can think of some things that you have before me. I can think of some things where you run to that before you come to me. I can think of some things where you don't even consider my opinion in that. And you've already moved forward in that. Am I out of order? Do I love on these kids more than I love on you? Am I out of order? Do I value the opinions of others and don't consider yours? Am I out of order? God, am I out of order? What do I have first, God, that you would uh, prefer that I not have first? What am I pursuing that is just out of order that you didn't give me to pursue it's a daily, just stop for a moment and ask God, am I out of order? Do some introspect. For me, there's some things that obviously I could say, yeah, that's, that's out of order. I need to get that together. There's some things that, that I can look at quickly and say that. But there might be some other things that I'm just not sure. Um, God has sent me back to school. Lord, is y'all praying for me in this college? Um, pray for me. But I had to, as I got this message, I tell y'all, this was for me. And so I did, I was starting to look at myself, God, where do I have, because God sent me back to school. I was cool. I was cool, Tasha. And he said, no, I want you to go back. I want you to go to college. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. But sometimes it's not at the top of my priority list. But it should be. Why? Because God told me to go back to school. And so if it's at the bottom, then I'm out of order. And so then you need to ask of yourselves, what do I have out of place? What am I not doing? Who of you are supposed to be serving in ministry? Who's supposed to be serving right here where you come and sit all the time? But when someone asks you, can you help us out to do this? 
You don't want to do that. But did God ask you to serve? Did God give you that? We want to come and just sit and give. Y'all, it's the small army of us that is holding on and pushing the church forward. And if you just happen to be sitting out there saying, it look like they got it all together, they don't need help. You're wrong. You're out of order. <laughs> You're out of order. You're out of order. This old child is out of order. <laughs> we need you. If God has called you to this, we need you. And we don't take over your whole life. But you, you know for yourself. You ask for yourself, God, am I out of order? What is it that I ought to be doing for you? And so we're going to pray on this afternoon. It wasn't an easy word for me either. But what we are going to do is order up. We're going to order up our lives. We talked about leveling up over in our CGR camp. That we're going to take things to the next level. But we're going to take the way we order stuff. Our lives to the next level. And some of you are in a place where you're wondering, I don't know why things aren't right. I don't know why I don't feel right. I don't know why I can't come out of this place. Could it be because you have things out of order? Could it be you being overwhelmed and frustrated and tired? It's because you have things out of order. Some of the things that you are doing in your life, you're not even supposed to, they ain't supposed to be on your list. They need to be taken out all together. You're out of order. But I am grateful, I'm grateful on this afternoon for a God who comes to put us back in right alignment. I am grateful that the bell's not ringing and it's being served up. Because that means that we have another opportunity. He's not given us what we've ordered. He's had mercy upon us. Our marriages are still holding tight. Our spouses are still there with us, even though we haven't ordered them upright. That means we have another opportunity. Our children, our families, our friends, things that we have just been entitled to. We can still order them up, order them up right. Mom and dad, get back in right alignment with those teens, with those children. Don't be so frustrated that you just throw them over to the side because now you're out of order. You got to finish what you started, mom. You got to finish that. Y'all not done yet. And so you have to get them back in order. And that's the same thing with you young adults. What does your life look like? What order do you have God in? Because in all that we do, God should be at the helm, at the top of the order. My God. Commit to yourself today. That God, I'm going to put you back in your rightful place. 
And I'm going to pick on my seasoned people just for my, but my seasoned saints. And that's what they call themselves. How's your order? Do you have the things of God in the right order? Or have you reached a, a place in life where I'm old enough to do what I want to do? You're out of order. He still delights in the way that the man goes, that his life is ordered by him. And so we're just going to pray today that, God, you have mercy on us. That, that there is a way that we can understand, that we can see that we are out of order. God, I want to produce what you've given me to produce. I want to bring forward what you've given me to bring forward. I want to live the life that you have designed for me too. But you're not going to be able to do it out of order. And so, God, we pray for mercy on this afternoon. My God. God, we pray for mercy. We in this together, right? Lynette and Antonio, how's your order? Is it what you want? This is the way we ordered up our lives. This, this is the way we got it, God. We want this, this, and this. And I just want you to ask for a moment. God, is this the order that you would have for us? Is this what you called us to? Antonio, I know who you are. And you know who you are. And God has allowed you to feel it at different times, different places, different instances. The kingdom misses you. The place of prayer needs you. You're gifting. You're, you're a, a heralder. A heralder speaks, cries out for what God has given him to speak and cry out. But you haven't yet fully, fully stepped into that position. He needs you. You're a draw for other men. You're a draw for other men. And so I know we love you all. You all have been here for years. Uh, Lynette, I know you took a break. But the only thing I ask you is just ask God, God, am I on an order? What is it that you would have me to do? What is the gifting, the gifts, the talents that you have given me to give back? doesn't have to be here, but where am I supposed to be giving them? And just ask God, am I, am I out of order? And for those of you that just don't feel physically well, physically, this, I, I don't feel good. I have headaches. I have dizziness. I want you to ask yourself, migraines, my God, random backaches. I want you to ask yourself, am I out of order? Have you done all? Are you drinking your water? Are you eating your vegetables? Are you taking care of your physical health? Or are you out of order? We're just going to pray on this afternoon. We're going to pray for mercy. For those of you that are just tired. I'm wiped out. I'm at the end of me and at the end of everything else. 
Are you out of order? Is it that you just have not taken any time to rest? Because you're so out of order, you feel like you can't stop because you're still catching balls that are falling. What do you need to do to get in order? Sometimes it's just the simplest stop and take a break. Stop and take a rest. You're overwhelmed. You're done. You're wound so tight. You're out of order. And because you're so out of order, you're wearing yourself down to nothing. But we are going to pray on this afternoon. So let's just stand all over the place. Because I just have a feeling. I have a feeling. That in some way or another, all of us are saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need some more order in that area. I need to be ordered in that area. I don't want to flood the altar because I think it would overflow on this afternoon. And we are being careful. We're still in our, in our COVID precautions. My God. But we are praying. Divine, you're out of order. And you all, I don't even have to tell you you're out of order. You're out of order. Because there is such a great call on your life. You have a call for young people. You have something to give. You have something to share. But you're out of order. You're out of order. Some of you just need some, some rest. My God. And so, God, we pray. We pray. Get yourself right at the center. And God, on today, my God, as we pray, I want you to ask yourself, who am I serving? Even if it's not here, and those of you who are online, who are you serving? Because God gave us here to serve. And for some of us, we are so out of order. It's all about me, me, me. There is a gifting. There is a reward in serving the way God has given us to serve. And so if you're not serving any, I serve my family. I want you to ask God, am I in order? Is that all? Is that all, God? And so let us pray. Father God, on this afternoon, God, we said thank you in this place. We say thank you for another opportunity. We say thank you for another day. We say thank you, God, that the bell has not rung on us. And that we have to, oh God, take the way that we have served up our lives. That we have to take the way that we have neglected the things that you have given us to steward over. God, forgive us for not being great stewards. Forgive us for not caring for the things that you have given us. Forgive us for not taking care of our gifts and our talents. Forgive us for not taking care of homes and possessions. Forgive us for not taking care of ourselves, our body. Forgive us for being out of order. Forgive us, God, for being so purpose-driven that we have forgot about people. For being so people-driven that we have forgot about purpose. Forgive us, God, and have mercy on us. God, will you heal us on this afternoon? Heal us. 
Heal those who need rest. Heal those who are confused. Heal those who are overwhelmed. Heal those who have sickness in their bodies. God, because of our own disorder. God, heal marriages, oh God, that are, that are on the verge of brokenness. My God, in the name of Jesus, heal us individually, God, because we have neglected the things that you have given us to do because we are out of order. Huh? Forgive us for listening to this world. Huh? Forgive us for going the way of ourselves, God. Have mercy upon us and order our steps, huh? for we want you to delight in us. Huh? My God, in the name of Jesus, huh? God, we want you to delight in us. And so we present ourselves, God. And we cry out for forgiveness. Forgive us for what we did intentionally and unintentionally. Forgive us for being out of order. Forgive us for not moving when you gave us to move. Forgive us, oh God, for missed opportunity, for misperfected timing. God, forgive us. Forgive us for not moving through open doors, God, because we were not in order. We were not ready. We were not prepared. Forgive us for the people that we miss, that we dismiss, God, because we were not in order. We were not prepared. Forgive us for every divine appointment that we miss, God, because we were not prepared. We were not ready, my God. We were out of order. Forgive us, God. Forgive us for not being in the place. For some of us, we're not in the place. My God, because your finances are, are out of order, you're not in the place, you're not in the house, you're not in the car, you're not able to lend, you're still the borrower. Forgive us, God, for being out of order, you're not in the place. My God, in the name of Jesus. And so, God, we said thank you. That you are ordering our lives on this afternoon. We are being careful because we are um, still being careful of COVID. But there's a couple people that I just want to touch and agree with. And declare that divine order is coming to your life. That hard place that you have been in, it just requires order. It just requires some order. And so for the couple that's standing in the back, will you come just for a moment to the front? We're just going to just to pray with you. You young lady in the black and white checker, will you come? And we're just, we're just going to pray. You right here, come on up. Yes, you ma'am, Shay. Come on up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just going to pray for. Come on, Paris. For divine order. Come on up, Mark Abernathy. Come on up, Martinez family. We're just going to touch and agree. Come on up, Shamar. Y'all keep a good distance from one another. Thank you. And if you know that it is you also, then you can come and stand on the altar. But 
I want to pray for you because some things have just been hard. Some things have just been difficult. Some things have just been out of place. But we are going to pray. Just touch and agree. Just touch and agree. He's just calling you. Can you tell me your name? What's your name? Sharon. Sharon, God is calling your name. Can you hear him saying that? It just feels like he's calling you. Are you already in relationship with him? He's calling you. Are you willing? You're willing to come because he's calling you into a greater, uh, there's a peace, there's a peace, uh, Pastor Renee, there's a peace, Minister Jackie. Hold on one second, Sharon. Can I hold her hand, husband? Let me hold her hand. Let me hold her hand. I said, peace. The order will bring peace in your life. I made up in my I'll say yes. It's more that I require of you. Will your answer still be yes, Lord? If I told you what.
If I told you what I really need, will your heart and soul say yes? Yeah. There is more.
a place of order divine there's a place of order a crystal I'm not even picking on you today but there is a place of order that we know that God has called us to don't get worn out because you're not in order but just continue to say God order my steps order my steps order my steps don't leave me like this don't leave me like this and so we will continue to pray some of you are going to get a phone call from me in the next couple of weeks because I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Amen. 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 Here's our pastor.
Got to catch up with you. Amen. I know the hour is late, but we must pray for our children. If you all would get um, the children to come, and since they're not here, have them uh, come around this side. Let's do our college students first. Um, I was going to do them last, but let's do our college students first. Say amen for the word. Amen. I don't see a lot of our teenagers today. This was not the day to let your teenagers stay home. Uh, we're sending them back to chaos. We're sending them back to where we don't even know what this school year is going to be like. Uh, and I really have, I, I needed to pray for them today. So y'all that didn't bring your kids, your middle and, and high schoolers, douse them when you get home. But all of you are going to college. I'm so excited. So proud of y'all. I know freshmen, freshmen, senior. All right. All right. Oh, I, you pull that mask down so I know who you are. Oh, I'm so proud of you, girl. Um, we got two forms of blessed oil now. One is sanitizer. And one is, uh, <laughs> um, but all of the pastors and um, and ministers uh, sanitize first, then get some oil. I'm gonna have you all pray so I can uh, not have my mask on. But you all, please keep your mask on. Amen. And you're going back to UNLV. Amen. And this is your junior year. Yes, I, we're so excited. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, for these just lay hands on you as a begin, and then we're going to do the line for uh, the kids. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, as they return to their universities, as they go to university for the first time, first of all, God, be a fence around them. Be a fence around them. Be a fence around them. God, protect them. Protect their life. Protect their travel. Protect them from this virus. Protect them for other things. God, protect these young, these new ones. Protect them from freshman week. God, that every relationship that don't mean them no good. God, we rebuke in the name of Jesus. Give them favor with professors. Give them favor with teens. God, give them favor on jobs in the name of Jesus. God, let them know who they're called to and who they are. Don't let them forget who they are. Don't let them forget that they are called. Don't let them forget that they are anointed in the mighty name of Jesus. God, not only give them traveling mercies and those that are staying home traveling mercy every day, but God, give them mercy for the things that the devil has planned for them. I cancel every wrong relationship in the name of Jesus I cancel every assignment of the enemy against them in the name of Jesus God when they hear something that don't sound right God let them call home and say mama daddy they just told me something didn't sound right in my spirit and and give those give them the right answer God give them the truth in the name of 
of Jesus. God, increase their intellect. God, increase their vision of themselves. I come against depression. I come against suicide. I come against drug drug addiction. I come against drug abuse. I come against drug experimentation. I come against every sexual relationship that is outside of marriage. In the name of Jesus, God, keep them. God, strengthen them. God, make them who they're supposed to be. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, God, give them scholarship money. Give them money for their books. I declare they're not coming out with $60,000, $70,000 of student loan. In the name of Jesus, provide Jehovah Jireh. Provide Jehovah Jireh. Provide Jehovah Jireh. And we bless them as their church family. And they are blessed. They are protected. They are different. They will stand out. In the name of Jesus. 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 They will be the exception. They will be the exception. We come against the culture. Don't let them be fooled and don't let them be deceived. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. They will increase spiritually and not decrease. God, and give them a pastor and a church family. God, those that are leaving town, give them the right pastor. Whether it's a campus pastor or a pastor in the community. God, give them the right pastor and the right church family, the right friends. In the name of Jesus, we pray, and they shall be blessed. Amen and amen. We are so, so proud of you. You all be blessed. God bless you. Amen. Now, the pastors and ministers, if you guys would make a tunnel of prayer. Glory to God. Amen. After the children come, everyone in the school district, whether you're a teacher, dean, counselor, everybody's going back to Clark County School District. Um, then you follow them around. Every teacher, not just Clark County School District, every school um, that's going back, drivers, assistants, classroom assistants, bus drivers, cafeteria workers, whoever you all, that you all follow the kids. We want to pray for you as well. And that's including university from elementary all the way through university. Amen. Come on, bring kids. Father, in the name of Jesus. God, we need you to touch our children this year. Protect them from the virus. Protect them in the name of children. In Jesus. God, give them back the year that they lost. God, we don't know all the effects of this COVID virus. God, give them back the year that they lost in education. God, let them grasp onto things they couldn't grasp onto before. Let them understand science. Let them understand technology. Let them understand engineering. Let them understand math. God, let them under, let them do the basics. That they are readers. That they are writers. God, that they can do arithmetic. In the name of Jesus, God, give them greater. Give them greater. Give them favor. God, we come against every gangbanger, every drug dealer every sex trafficker, God, every relationship that is not right, God, strip them of every relationship. 
in the mighty name of Jesus that is not lined up with your will. Touch them now. Anoint them now. Protect them. Protect their life. Protect their life. Protect their life. They will live in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. For the teachers in our family, God, that are going back, the children in our family that are going back to school, God, bless in the name of Jesus. Protect, bless, elevate, make right, strengthen in the name of Jesus. And above all, save. And above all, save. And above all, save. In the mighty name of Jesus. God, those that are working in our school district, God, those that are working with our children, those that are working university, bless them now. Protect them from this virus. Protect them from what's going on in the name of Jesus. God, let the administrators make the right decisions for those that are working. We bless them. We protect them. We lift them up. We give them a banner year, a banner year, a banner year in the name of Jesus. A banner year. You're a God that can give us back years. You're a God of protection. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Sharonda, you in school. Roll through that. In the name of Jesus. You're in school. In the name of Jesus. Touch now, God. God, give us this. Make it easy. Give her an anointing that's easy. Give an anointing that's easy. Give her an anointing that's easy. As the man of God returns to school, give them an anointing that makes it easy. Success in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. And we thank you. And we thank you. And it is so. And it is so. Amen. We want to continue to pray for Job Jordan. Matter of fact, we'll do that right now. God, in the name of Jesus, I need you to walk in that hospital and touch his body, touch his lungs, strengthen him, bring it back this way, God. We declare healing. You said miracles, signs, and wonders. And we need you to move right now in the name of Jesus. Strengthen his wife, God. Strengthen his family. And we declare it shall be well. God, we're asking you. We're asking you for a favor. We're asking you for a favor. You are a healer. Bless him and touch him in the name of Jesus. Keep them in your prayers. Amen. Uh, next Sunday is Coaches Sunday. And we have a word. We have something we're launching out. We need everybody to come. And for some reason, you can't come or don't feel comfortable. We don't know that this virus is changing every day. If you don't feel comfortable coming, please be on. Uh, at 1230, there's something that we will be sharing with the entire church that will be a life changer for somebody. Uh, we're going to launch a, uh, something that we want you to be a part of. But all of you that are coaches, uh, it is your Coaches Sunday, and we have a special word. Uh, for you, but it's really the entire church, all, all, everybody that works, everybody that's connected. If there's a Sunday that you can be here, please uh, be here on uh, next Sunday. Um, uh, 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 one young man I don't expect next Sunday, I don't believe, uh, will be turning 50 this week. Amen. Let's say a great happy 50th birthday to Brother David. 
Brother David Foster, Deep Foss. Amen. Congratulations. It's, it's, it's all right on the other side of 50. Oh, it's a good thing on the other side of 50. Amen. And it's a blessing to make it to the other side of 50. So his birthday, I believe, is Thursday. Amen. And so you all, he has been such a great asset and service to this house. And so y'all holler at him. He's the most social media man. So get on social media and holler at him on Thursday. Amen. And you can drop a little something on him, too, if you want to. Amen. So uh, we, uh, I know um, they will be celebrating next week. Everyone that can be here, please be here uh, on next Sunday or please be listening live stream on next Sunday. Uh, the only other thing is we've been praying about the sunrise and we did do our offering last week. Uh, but at the first of every month, and I've been praying so much for it because it's one of those things that uh, we're getting trying to get God's order. We need him to order up and we need to do our part in that. And so um, God told me to ask, uh, we, we're, going, we're going to do this on one offering a month. It's a two and a half million dollar project on, we can try to do it on one offering a month. We don't have $2.5 million, but God's got it. And we're going to give and then ask him for that two fish and five loaves of bread blessing. That means we give it. And every time we break something off of it, it's still there. It's still enough left. It's still more than enough left. I don't know how God's going to do it, but I just believe God. And so we're, as he said, to, if I could get, he said to get uh, four people per church that will give 250. And when you go in to give your 250 a month, they can afford. Uh, well, sometimes I give when I can't afford it, and then he makes me afford it with some overflow. So I'm not going to say who can afford it, but who is a willing to ask God for as we give this every month to give 250 that would be we know we'll have a thousand dollars going to that project every month and we lift that up to God and then whatever God does with it is fine amen and we'll trust him for it so um if that God lays that on your heart that you can be one of those people um I'm one of those people I didn't need three more people who would say I can give 250 every month the first Sunday of every month uh to toward us getting this done on Sunrise Mountain, God is expanding our church and told us to plant another church and build a church. We own the land. We own the building. We just have to construct the building on the land and, and do all of the other things. And so, is that my other 250? All right. Amen. Just, God, just give me two more. Give me two more. Amen. Um, and just believe in God. Just believe in God that he's going to do it as we sacrifice. Amen. Amen. Those are my two more. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. And just put in there, you know, Sunrise Mountain. Put it on the on, off. Thank you. Thank you. And then everyone else, whatever you can give, every first Sunday, whether we call it out or not, just know, God, we just believe in the kingdom. And we're going to plant this into the kingdom. And I promise you, he'll bless you. I promise you, you'll receive it a hundredfold. I tell you, I've tried him and I know him when it comes to this. Amen. That God is able to provide. God bless you. Uh, those that are on, on live stream we do, and those that are here, we never want to miss a service without giving you an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ into your heart. We're going to pray this together. That means you are ready to get on this road. The first thing, if you have not 100% dedicated yourself to God, you are out of order. 
And so let's get that first thing in order. And so pray this with us. Pray this in the building. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. Put my life in order. I accept you into my heart. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And every week we do get people who say they pray that prayer. If you prayed that prayer, put it in the comment section. There's somebody here right now looking for your comment. And say, I pray that prayer. There's a book I want to send you that's called Saved, Salvation One-on-One that will give you next steps. And if, and if you would take one more step, and that is to go to New Antioch dash aliante.org go to the connect button and give us your information there but either way that you do it um, we will be in touch with you to start you on this life we'd love to be your church family and we would really love to uh, i would love to be your pastor pastor sharonda and i co-pastoring here would love to be your pastors and we'd be your church family come on and join us and if you're in the house and you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your heart and you're ready to get your life in order, either you rededicate it or you said that prayer for the first time, just raise your hand. You don't have to go anywhere. Uh, you don't have to come up here. Just raise your hand. Amen. So I prayed that prayer. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante campus. Or for Central Campus, that's New Antioch Central at 77977.